1: I will never be able to live life correctly enough to make myself acceptable to the perfect one who created everything and that's when i realized just how wonderful the message of the gospel that he understands that we can't do any better than we're doing that's why he himself became a man that's why god sent his son to begin with
0: no one is perfect we're all a work in progress In today's message, Pastor Robert shares that we all come to the realization that we can't live the perfect life required to be right with God on our own. That's why the good news of the gospel is so good. Jesus came so that you can have a relationship with God. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 22, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio.
2: His love is the main
1: thing. He's like, you need to go in and take him by the arm and say, listen, you don't understand. I'm going to get in trouble. The king has prepared a feast, and he wants you to come. Now, he can't be talking about me. Yes, he's talking about you. But this brings us to the final warning. It's the king's table. It's the king's banquet. And so you can only come on the king's terms. Look back real quickly. Verse 10, Matthew chapter 22, he says, so those servants went out into the highways, gathered together all whom they found, both bad and good, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he saw a man there who didn't have on a wedding garment. So he said to him, friend, how did you come in here without a wedding garment? And he, the man, was speechless. He had no answer. Then the king said to the servants, "Bind him hand and foot, take him away, and cast him into outer darkness. There will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are called, but few are chosen." Listen, when somebody tells you that because God is love, nobody goes to hell, they're lying to you. When somebody tells you that oh, Jesus would never, Jesus said he would. Well, what is this bit about a? He didn't have all the right clothes. Yeah, yeah, but remember, this is a parable. This, stu- this is, you know, I think pretty concretely. I don't, my wife used to read me poetry and I'd, she'd have to explain it afterward because I'm like, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> what is this about? N- this is about somebody who showed up f- for this banquet and it's, it's in the palace. I mean, it's at the king's house. So you can be sure he washed behind his ears, right? He cleaned his fingernails, polished his shoes. He did the best he could, and it wasn't good enough. It never is. I, I remember the night when finally, you know, I was 24 years old when I, I had a personal encounter with Jesus and it frustrated me so much, you know, it, because I was doing the best I could with life. And in that moment, I realized it's hopeless. It's, it's not good enough. I, I will never be able to live life correctly enough to make myself acceptable to the perfect one who created everything. And that's when I realized, Just how wonderful. The message of the gospel that he understands that we can't do any better than we're doing. That's why he himself became a man. That's why God sent his son to begin with because our best clothing is corrupted, tainted. Our best behaviors. Isaiah said, all your righteousnesses, all your righteous behaviors, they're disgusting. They're like filthy rags in the light of his perfection, his purity. You and I can't begin to imagine absolute purity. Absolute, total perfection and beauty. You see, it's, it's his wedding, it's his celebration. The invitation that he has issued to every human being is conditional. You have to show up dressed appropriately. And none of us has appropriate clothing. So he he gives us, see, he gives us the answer. Listen to this. Revelation chapter three, verses 17 to 20. Jesus, speaking, says, because you say I'm rich, have become wealthy, have need of nothing, and do not know that you're wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked, I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eyes sad that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. See, it's the same idea, that the invitation. I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him, and he with me. You could say that humility is the currency with which we buy this white clothing, this gold that's been refined in the fire. But maybe a better way to look at it, that that word buy in that passage, it's always bothered me a little bit. So as I I looked into it and tried to dig a little bit deeper, what I found was that it's talking talking about redemption. it's, It's talking about you give him what you have messed up clothing that you're, you're wearing right now, the, the, the best you have to offer. In other words, the treasures, your, your life on earth. He says, just, if, if you will simply come to me in humility and acknowledge that you don't have the appropriate clothing for the wedding feast, I'll take what you have, and in exchange... I'll give you white robes and gold that's been purified by fire. I'll give it to you. Just, I'll I'll let you buy it from me. I'll I'll take your, your messed up, ratty, imperfect stuff and give you eternal life in exchange for it a pretty good deal. You know, it's an amazing thing when the one who created you offers to recreate you. Humanity was given amazing power in the very beginning to do damage both to the creation and to the heart of God. Have you ever thought about that? how vulnerable Almighty God made himself to us? Go back and reread the story of the betrayal and crucifixion. But that began in the garden. We are so messed up, we humans. But our creator says, if you'll just admit it, I'll fix it. Just admit it. I'll make you new. You know, I was, I was watching a part of a sermon from a a much younger but less handsome pastor yesterday. And (laughs) couldn't resist, I'm sorry. But he pointed something out. He said, you know, God intends, according to the scriptures, to completely recreate the cosmos. Everything. Peter tells us, he's going to, everything's going to dissolve one day, and we're going to get new heavens and a new earth. But he wants to start inside you and me. That process of recreation, that process of making everything new starts with your soul. Let him do what he wants to do.
0: joining us today for Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will have more to share from this study of Jesus's life from Matthew's perspective next time. For now though, you can explore more of Pastor Robert's teachings online at mainthingradio.com. You're invited to join us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach on Sundays for our weekly services. We gather at 9 and 11 a.m. and at 1 and 6 p.m. for worship and Bible study. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach, and be sure to like our page for the latest updates. We also invite you to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search for Calvary Miami Beach. We'd love to hear from you too. Give us a call at 305 531 2730. That number again is 305 531 2730. That's all for today. Tune in next time for more from the Book of Matthew, right here on Main Thing Radio.